Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Stumbling Peons, where two peons stumble all the way across shit they know some or next to nothing about. Uh, today is a special episode because we have a new peon. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a third peon has joined the show. Third in the fact that I'm the first peon, so therefore the third. Uh, I am David, and across uh, for me in this imaginary studio is... Oh, me. That'd be me, Brandon. I'm, you, I'm queuing you in, yes. Yeah, Brandon. That's me. Ha, 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 ha. See how smooth that transition was? Perfectly smooth, yeah. Well, uh, welcome to the show. Okay, thank you for having me. I'm sure our five audience members will be thrilled. <laughs> oh, yeah. for those that, that are listening to this particular episode... I would call this a Brandon episode, so therefore they will be titled as various types of pasta. Yep. So if I, you see I, a pasta, that'll be a Brandon episode. If you see a cookie, no, no, cheese, that'll be a Melissa episode. And then the regular episodes are titled with whatever spews out of our mouth during that particular episode. Which is why they're always strange. <laughs> Hope that clears everything up. Good thing I did all this on a, re- on a abnormal episode. Yep. I should announce that in the other episode because this won't come out for another week. Hey, <laughs> we uh, you you should call like I I'm really really liking carbonara lately, so I think that's what the first episode should be called. Right. I was just going to call it elbow pasta, but sure. Oh, I mean, I, like I mean, types of pops, like types yeah, of pasta, literally types of pasta. Oh, okay. I mean, well, I, let me I, do... I mean, I guess I could do a pasta dish. No, I mean, no, no, I know. It's no, no, outside of the. It's outside the norm. No, Brandon. let me let me pick my t- kind of pasta then. Um, ooh, there's so many good types of pasta. I uh-huh. I think I think I I think for the first episode you can make me ziti. Because ziti is a fun word. Everybody likes to say ziti. So, uh, you know, it's funny. I'm going to do a little deep dive here. Someone recently invented a new pasta. It took them three years of development and research. Um, to me, like, I mean, I mean, isn't there an infinite amount of pasta shapes? Like, you take I, dough and you cut it a... in a particular. Well, yeah, because you you take some dough, you take your pasta dough, you can roll it out any way you want to, you can cut it any way you want to, and it's gonna be pasta. I uh, so here it is. Uh, <clears throat> I'm just gonna read. I found an article in the New York Times. I just googled this. So take this with a grain of salt, or a spoonful of pasta. Oh. Uh, uh, actually, when you're when you're cooking, so when you're cooking pasta, you want to make sure you include a lot of salt. Salty as the sea. Uh, yeah. Yes. Important cooking device. Al dente. Yeah, screw that. I don't like it al dente. I don't like it too al dente. I like a little chew, but like it gets real bad. I'm sorry. Go ahead and talk about your. Part. <laughs> <laughs> I like my pasta like I like my dough. Uh, Chewy and undercooked. Uh, hang on. I'm just trying to. Uh, inspired by. Oh, oh, here we go. Castatelli. Inspired. I'm just going to read a little bit here. Inspired by the Italian word for waterfall, cascata. To your pasta vocabulary and your pantry, this new pasta shape was invented after three years of research and development by Dan Poshman, the host of the podcast, The Sporkful. Huh. Interesting. Uh, I'm just going to... Uh, I'm not going because I'm bored, it's because I'm tired, folks. <laughs> uh, he insisted on a shape that could be speared with a fork and that would hold sauce well and have a proper bite. Can't most pastas? You know, like some pastas I mean, not noodles, but Yeah, right, right. Pastas have different purposes, though, right? I mean, yeah, but I can't say I've ever had a difficulty getting a fork on a lot of them. (laughs) Oh! Oh, what the hell? (laughs) Well, Particularly like like you know like angel hair or, well, yeah. or well, I mean, fettuccine. Yeah, obviously, those those are made for a particular kind of sauce. Whereas whereas like if you have like a sort of more rustic sauce, you want you want to get a pasta with ridges. Uh, so for those listening, I'm not going to put a link to this necessarily, but just look up new pasta shape invented. 
but I'm gonna have Brandon, to look up what it looks like. I will Does it look this, like a waterfall somehow. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll throw this on chat here. Not not Zoom, but uh, for you to get a look at it. It is indeed an interesting shape. <laughs> oh, it kind of looks like a like a half a ring that got cut and. You know those little um I don't know what they're called but they're like if you ever go to like the um the Mexican supermarkets or whatever they have these little little shapes that you can get that look just like that but they have like a almost like a funyuny flavor they're really huh. good So the the there's a little link to a website that sells some other pasta shapes there's one called Zuka <laughs> Zuka that sounds like an anime character uh, Zuko. I guess it is. Yeah. Zuko. Oh yeah, Zuko. Yeah. Uh, 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 wow. Uh, Avatar. Last Airbender. Which I still need to watch. Uh, I've heard good things about. But... It's good. I've seen all of them. They're really good. Um, I yeah. have a very, I have a very controversial opinion about that show. I think that the sequel series, Legend of Korra, is better. But I'm the only person in the entire world that feels that way. There's literally I, I no feel other like, person. I feel like you're, you're like throwing some shade at people here. Keep <laughs> it up. We, we, we could use the, uh, the controversy. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to generate as much controversy as possible today. That's really my purpose here. Right. Um, you know. Oh, let's see. So we have a topic. We have an interesting... Wait, what? Why? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> um. So, for those are you familiar with uh, Home Alone? Yes. Oh yes, I am. I am familiar okay. with Home Alone. Yep. So, I propose a debate. So, in this debate, one of us will choose the parents, and one of us will choose Kevin, and we will argue with who is right. I'm going to choose Kevin in this scenario because I've been a kid once. Yeah, and me, I've never—I was never a kid. I actually was born as an adult. Mm, right. So you just sort of woke up. All right, father. Yeah, it was so weird. It was it like all the medical journals. I'm in there. Um, all right, father, protect the home. I'm going to go get a job. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll take the parent side. Um, oh, okay. That's yeah, because cool. I leave. I didn't really have. You know, a whole lot of option there, but just like a kid doesn't have much options because they're kids, right? So, despite Kevin being kind of a moron, I felt like in this scenario, well, I want to argue for that he was correct in the first scenario. You have two bumbling parents who apparently does it, who only own one alarm clock. And a house full of all these other adults who are apparently only there to get a free vacation, which I still question about how all this works. For from a father who, I mean, the writing's on the wall. It's obvious he has mob connections for him to be that, you know, be that loaded down to just throw a vacation out to everyone. I always Kevin. thought it was more like blue collar crime. I always thought he was more like an embezzler or something. I know I'm supposed to be defending him, but you know, just, just throwing that out there. You didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on. Kevin's just getting pushed around, fucked over, costly the, the whole beginning of that for the opening scene. And his parents are like, just deal with it. And when he finally does deal with it, what is the one thing they do? Stay away from everyone. So he has a bit of a blow up. And then his mother's like, well, fine. If that's how you feel about it, maybe that will happen. And then once again, they forget him again because some random neighbor kid comes through and then instead of checking to make sure, they just, you know, all right, that's probably him. Let's go. So these parents delegate all their duties to every other sibling because they pretty much don't give much shits about Kevin other than the potential lawsuit or Criminal, criminal negligence they could be hit with, which is the whole reason why they suddenly decided to look for him. And then you have the sequel. 
where once again these two bumbling idiots parents doesn't understand the idea of being being somewhere on time so they're not running through a fucking airport and once again they leave him behind now granted he didn't have to have batteries right away but come on you're a kid you're at an airport what else is a kid going to do they're going to do kid things but there they go leaving him behind oh can we talk about the asshole uncle as well fuck that guy do you have a rebuttal, sir? Um, yeah. So actually, you know, um, I have a partial rebuttal. I'm not, I'm not going to fully rebut everything you said. Rebut um, it. Okay, fine. I will. I'll just I'll overdo it then. Whatever. All right. Okay. So here's a few things that I think that often get overlooked when we talk about Home Alone. Um, and I will say before I get started that Home Alone is a film that I remember um, – only vaguely because i've only seen it maybe one time but i've definitely seen home alone 2 a lot more than home alone 1 and i'm not sure why but i definitely have seen home alone 2 more however i will go ahead and point out a few things that i I I would argue sorry not to i would argue that 2 had the better pratt falls (laughs) it did i think 2 is funnier and i think i was a child when i was watching them so even though as an adult when you watch it now you're like oh that motherfucker's dead (laughs) <laughs> right exactly and actually that's kind of what i want to talk about a little bit that's actually a really good segue let's talk about blame okay i'm gonna start with the parents okay uh-huh all right uh-huh. so they are a bit absent-minded we've a all bit? been there though we've all been there you know have you ever like you know one time one time a very good friend of mine um i'm not gonna name names but they had a cat and they were supposed to bring their cat to the vet and they brought the wrong cat. They had two cats and they brought the wrong one. Stuff um, happens. Okay. People make mistakes. All right. So we, let's look at home alone, home alone. Okay. So first of all, Kevin's ticket got tossed in the trash by accident because Kevin spilled milk all over his passport and his tickets. Uh, okay. Now you're cherry picking here. He didn't necessarily spill it. His asshole sir, brother is sitting here. Excuse me, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Morning. You got to get your full argument in. Oh, and no, so now ahead. it's my turn. It is my turn. Okay. So while she was getting, while, um, and by the way, I am stealing some of this information from the frequently asked questions on imbd.com. Um, so <laughs> while getting in the car, uh-huh. Heather miscounted because the neighborhood kid was in line with the rest of the family. And then finally at the gate agent, um, she, she's counting the tickets, not thinking about it, just counting the tickets. And because Kevin's tickets in the it. trash can, uh-huh. she's like, oh, well, this is the right amount. And then they got on. You know how sometimes when you count and you don't count yourself, you know, like things like that happen. It happens. You know, people make mistakes like that. But let's keep going. Kevin is a psychopath. All right. He's, he's fucking crazy. He needs therapy really, really bad. And his parents are doing the best they can to raise a psychopath. But when you're a psychopath, no amount of parenting is going to fix that. That may not be actually psychologically accurate, but I've decided for the sake of this argument that parents have nothing to do with you being a psychopath. That's not really true, but we're going to say it is. And he is a psychopath. He doesn't want to prevent the robbers from breaking into his home. He wants to kill them. He wants to maim them. He wants to wipe them from the face of the earth. And I just can't defend a person who is just so fundamentally evil as Kevin is. Okay. He's, he's an evil character. Okay. He's the bad guy. And further, this is my last point. Hmm. Okay. Kevin's mom is played by Catherine O'Hara, and Catherine O'Hara is okay. a goddess, and she that is nothing irrelevant. wrong. That is irrelevant. That, that does not work nope, here, nope. sir. No, she cannot do the anything wrong. Does not. Yes, it does. Play a part. It matters. She is not the character, sir. She Catherine O'Hara can do nothing wrong. I. She did, but playing a horrible justice character. For Catherine O'Hara. Okay, so cherry picking here a little bit uh <clears throat> it's okay it's all right to be wrong and uh, back the wrong horse especially when the horse is wrong and clearly hates their child you know actually i would she you know it's it's really a deeper drama than it seems to be because Uh-oh. can you imagine hating your own child so much 
that you forget them. And and she may hate her child, but she does it because her child is a psychopath. Mm. She she okay. birthed a psychopath. Sir, and she's walking around sir, without guilt, and it's sir. really eating her up inside. Mm-hmm. Sir. Yeah. Look, it's okay to support a, a, a very obvious criminal family. Here's the thing. The milk that got spilled, while technically speaking, it was by his hands, it was because his brother, throughout the entire morning, continued to antagonize him. And after repeating warnings and announcements of his various words and phrases, their parents did nothing. They were more concerned with everyone else instead of their own children. Oh, well, I'm sorry. They were more concerned with their own children that wasn't Kevin. So Kevin, being Kevin, is like, all right, fine. I'll take matters into my own hands. Especially when he requested a very particular type of pizza. They brought it, but didn't allow him to have any of it. No one did. No one thought to say, hey, let's save a couple pieces for him. No one. Yeah. I, I, I do think that that casual cruelty that Kevin endured, it sucks. But, but this, it doesn't no, compare, no, wait minute, wait minute, it doesn't compare to the abject evil that he is. Look, you got a child all alone because the parents decided, hey, fuck you. Oh, I mean... Oh no, we forgot Kevin. So he has to defend himself against two burglars that very clearly want to harm him by the end of the movie. He, he, well, they, of course, they want to harm him because he's been trying to kill them for the entire movie. He's trying, they're trying to rob him. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, he's still trying to trying murder to break him. Into the, I mean, they're, and they're known to create thousands of dollars in water damage. Mm hmm. That's true. And I, so I you have this young child left alone who has a very creative imagination and needs to go work for the military. Clearly. I have a brief aside. I want to I want to talk about something. And I know it's like off topic and you may have to edit this out. I don't know how this works, whatever. Um, I want one of those gloves with the sticky things on it. And I've always wanted one ever since it, I saw a glove with tape on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like, but I want one. I want to market them and I want to sell them because I really think there's enough dopes in the world that would buy them. And you could just call them Home Alone gloves, and I would be, I want to well, be, I want to get rich off that. They're right? called the Sticky Bandits, Brent, sir. <laughs> and that's a sequel. <laughs> sticky Bandits. Yeah, that's um. And it really only works if you're reaching to one of those uh, bell ringer. I mean, well, it has limited purposes, right? Uh, yeah, a little bit. But I still think it's cool. I mean, it's not like Spider-Man strong or anything. You can't like climb up any walls with it, but it's still pretty cool, you know? Well, anyway. you don't know that. You didn't see him try. That's true. <laughs> Remember that scene where they climbed the building? Oh, I don't. God. <laughs> I don't either. It's almost like it didn't happen. Anyway, so then you have the sequel. <laughs> Yeah, much better film. Uh, well, okay, not a better film. <laughs> a, a worse premise to somehow get lost, but <laughs> yeah. Once again, but... they learn nothing from their first. <laughs> I because I can't... once again they give no shits about Kevin. Not really. <laughs> All right. If they, I mean, I think you have the abusive uncle. Yeah. <laughs> Which but, fuck that guy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, okay. <laughs> and the second movie, look, somehow mm, he gets on the wrong plane, <laughs> which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But listen, somehow I take it to a completely different state. Happens. Mm. <laughs> which, by the way. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how to fight for this, but because I, I've never flown before, but if you buy a ticket for one area, it, it doesn't magically allow you to go to another, right? Well, it it, it, it used to. Um, there. Okay, so this is pre-9-11, right, when this movie came out, and I have never flown until after 9-11, but mm. my understanding is that once you sort of got past like the, the check-in spot, it was a little more flimsy security-wise. Ah, 
So you go wherever. So I feel like I feel like that. Like I, I think it is possible that Kevin got on the wrong plane. Hmm. I think it makes sense. Okay. Well, so you have these two parents. And this entire asshole of a family that these two parents apparently like, but I, none of it makes sense because no one seems to really give any shits about it other than getting a free vacation. <laughs> Especially that uncle. Yeah. I I mean, he's literally sitting there <laughs> shit-talking Kevin the entire time. And the parents are like, okay! <laughs> you ever... You... <laughs> I, 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 you ever seen like, I'm sure you have, you're, you're in a, you're in a familial environment and your relatives are all, well, not, I'm not, I'm not defending it, that behavior, but I also think that like, we've all been there, you know, like we've all experienced that and I'm not not. saying it's good or bad, (laughs) but like, I think, yeah, I don't know. It's, that's just, just like those gloves, it's quite a sticky situation. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> that I was trying to make wow. an, an analogy. I yeah, clearly. And I was trying but, to bring it back to what we previously discussed. But so. instead of being sticky, that was a wet bandit situation. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Wet bandit. Because they're the wet bandits in the first movie. Right, yeah. Despite despite uh Marv's rather inclination to not be called that because they don't want he doesn't want attention. <laughs> All I know is that I'm, I'm not prepared to talk about Home Alone three. Um there is only Home Alone one and two. Any others after that don't exist. Well I mean it's the only one that has spies in it. So, you know. There's the only Home Alone 1 and 2 exist. Anything after that is is fiction and fictional and lies, sir. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how there's only exists Robocops 1 and 2. The third one with the random ninjas didn't happen. Oh, that reminds me of my most controversial opinion and one in which you totally disagree with me on. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 is a <laughs> it's garbage fire of a movie. It's a it is it's it is so good. I thought is, okay. Oh, okay, listen. Here. Oh my god. I thought for I thought I was crazy. I thought, you know, why don't I rewatch these films? And I tell you what, they don't hold up in any way, shape, or form. Uh, the first two, the first two, still do hold up pretty damn well. But the third one, the third is, one is still the best because movie. they ran on a bu- they didn't have a budget, and instead of bringing in known villains, they're like, "How about a random samurai? Let's bring Casey Jones back for a quick cameo." But here's the thing. Here's the thing. That is my most controversial opinion about uh-huh. movies of all time, probably. You know, and I. I have a lot of opinions about movies, so that that one though is probably the one that makes the most people go what. So if you're yeah. into Disney, though, I have another one. I actually really like Return of Jafar a lot, and most people hate that movie. So. I've not seen. In... <laughs> I, I've I think I've seen Aladdin, <laughs> but I, you know it's funny. Controversially speaking, when it comes to Disney movies. Aladdin, for example, I liked the cartoon that that came about. Yeah, because it it, it actually brought in a lot of interesting character development for everyone, especially Genie. You you learn a bit more about Genie and his abilities, and some of his life. Um, and it, and they bring in a really fascinating villain, who's meant to be kind of like the show's Jafar, but he's a far better villain than Jafar. <laughs> I forget his name, but he has like a a skeleton hand that he has to hide because he's I, very. I, um... I apologize for the fact that I I think I derailed us, but I guess like <laughs> that, that's... that's that's part of the show. Okay, good. All right. Usually, whatever we'll be talking about one topic and then rabbit hole into something else entirely, so it fits in. Okay. Well, I don't. I just gotta be really honest with one more thing. I really don't care about Home Alone at all. So eh. that's one thing viewers to know that I, I watch it. <laughs> viewers, nobody's watching us. Listeners, 
I want the listeners I mean, to know. I might be watching. I, I, I have Ooh, cameras creepy. situated in various places. Creepy. Only if you only if you notice them. <laughs> but back back to not even the point of what we were talking about, but one of the many points we made for no reason. I agree with you about RoboCop though. One and two are the only ones worth watching. Absolutely. One is near perfect fucking movie. <laughs> but there's no purpose beyond two. Like and and the same is true of Terminator. There, there's one and two, and then there's no other ones, and that's also fine. Um, Look, I, I liked the others, but not so much that I would fight them. But I liked Genesis, and I also liked. I look, Salvation wasn't oh, a bad. So movie. bad, it's so bad. Come on, I could, I, I almost walked out of the theater. It, it, I mean, it, it was silly. With look, I'm one of the few people that defend and say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I fucked up my point. What was his name? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what we're going for. Sorry. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Talking about Christian Bale? No. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> well, <clears throat> there goes that point. <laughs> well made. Well made. You know? Sam Worthington. I liked Sam Worthington. It's a shame he got kind of a raw deal. Yeah, he's a little wooden, but... I think sometimes like there are certain characters that you know being a little wooden is not it works for his acting style he had a really good like year and then nothing (laughs) do you have any idea why I said the name uh, Christian Bell because I don't know why I said that like I don't know where that came from (laughs) like I was like I was searching my brain for some understanding of why I thought to say that not a clue. But <laughs> y'all be glad to hear that he's going to be in the the next four Avatar sequels. Oh Jesus! Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm pleased with that. That's fine. I, I'm so glad that. Good Lord, how long is? I guess I, I believe Cameron's filming both of first two now. I mean the second two now. I think my understanding is that they are in post edits for the second and the third. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, Vin Diesel's going to be in it. Uh, Vin Diesel. (laughs) I, I, at some point, he better say family. Are we on? I'm just curious. Like, is it nine? Oh, nine. Yeah. Uh, Those movies are just pure candy junk food. (laughs) Yeah. Like, so if I get sick, like if I'm like, I'm not feeling well and like I either watch old episodes of Frasier or I watch um, old episodes of Shit's Creek, which is part of the Catherine O'Hara love, or, or I watch the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, oh my God, eight is such a ridiculous mess of a movie. I, I, you know, I have not seen, I have not seen eight. Oh my god! I've seen I've seen one through seven, I suppose, in Tokyo Watch Drift eight and whatnot. And but... be amazed <laughs> because in nine they're apparently going to space. Oh my god! That I can't wait. Right. I, I think can't... it should get. I, I honestly, I think the more absurd it gets, the better it is. I think it should just keep <laughs> going forever. I think there should they should all be like coming out in. Um, and walkers and um, wheelchairs. <laughs> oh my god! And they're still they're still well, there. You know, it's it's Fast and the Furious thirty seven, and it's it's awesome. Suppose from what I understand, his original plan is just to go to ten. Oh, I see. It's fine. But what needs to happen? There needs to be a robot. There needs to be a robot in the tenth one. I mean, completely fucking insane. <laughs> Ro robot. Robot ninja aliens. It's just like a maybe a wizard. suit. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to turn that car into a robot for family. 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 Like, if you know anything about like my taste in movies, I'm a little bit of a snob. Yes. A little bit of a. Well, <laughs> okay. Excuse me. I have an advanced degree in film ah. and uh-huh. from a prestigious university, and um. But no, like, like I, if you asked me what my favorite movies were, 
there certainly wouldn't be any room for Fast and the Furious movies. But like I said, if you're sick, there's some chicken soup, some Fast and the Furious movies, totally okay. Totally good stuff. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I don't do the chicken soup thing when I'm sick. I usually go for food that I mean, I, I still kind of do when I'm not sick, but that's, I, that's I, not I like, important. I like, I like things that are warm when I'm sick, usually. Yeah, like uh, so fried like, chicken, for example. <laughs> no, fried chicken when I'm sick. Oh, God. Ugh. That seems overwhelming. But you know what's really good when you're sick is like a curry. Like a hmm. like a curry would be nice. I can't say I've had curry. Ever? I need to find a place around here. Around Any around kind of here, curries? There's a lot of curries. I don't think There's I have. No, uh, uh, wait, wait. Maybe. No, I don't think I have. I have a place I can tell you to go to, but I don't know if this is appropriate for the thing. So I'll tell you later. But there is a really, actually decent place very close to where I mean, you, you are. can name a place, but I'll know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I don't know they, the name they, of they, it. The audience doesn't really know where we are, any of us. So. Okay. Well, it's close to a city close to where you live that houses a lot of animals in a in a facility. Wow, mm. that's gonna be. You're really gonna need to cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell did I just say? It's in Ashboro. Cut it out later. At, at a facility where animals are. <laughs> I was trying to say it's at the zoo, but like, I figured the zoo would just give too much away. <laughs> Other than a facility with a bunch of animals. Uh, oh, <laughs> what are they doing in like, this facility? I could be talking about a like chicken an slaughter plant. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. They Don't perform know. all kinds of tests, <laughs> but they have great curry. <laughs> the best curry. It's Strange made enough, of the... they run out of, out of animals a lot. <laughs> um, I'm not besides CC's Pizza, where CC's uh, Pizza used to be anyway. CC's used to be good. I know. Used to be. No, this is then, this is gonna get personal. This is gonna get personal, and you know, I don't know, but back in the day, I've known, I've known um, David for many years, and back in the day, we used to go on Friday evenings or Saturday evenings, and we would go and we'd eat at CC's, and it was beautiful. And I think I think back on it fondly, but now CC sucks and it's terrible. And now they're like now they're gone pretty much too. So well there's one still in Ashboro, I believe. Close and... to the animal holding facility. <laughs> the animal holding facility. <laughs> Where they have great curry. <laughs> um, oh god, I'm sorry. So oh speaking of movies, have you seen uh Wonder Woman eighty four? I have, yeah, and I I would pay actual money to have that erase from my brain. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, do you remember when, as a villain, you caused thousands and thousands and millions of dollars worth of damages and lives lost, and then at the end of the day, everyone was like, okay, it's all fixed. Yeah. Yeah, R- remember that. Remember how being somehow being an immortal god, you could just be like, "Oh, there's my son. <laughs> I wish for him to be safe." <laughs> or remember when Wonder Woman was a goddamn Amazon, <laughs> I, Amazonian warrior. I, 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 I. The film, the film. I, I, I'm trying to be articulate about it. It's just so bad that it's hard to yes. like. Yes, it is. And then the look. I don't my the cameo the the ham fisted cameo was just so stupid and out of place. I don't mind the cameo honestly. I see. I think the the movie should decide what it wants to be. It should you, you it should what? either be it should either be like a hero G movie? Willikers. <laughs> it should either be G Willikers. We're talking about the golden age of comic books. Yay! Or it should be like it should fit with the other films in the terrible DC universe. You know, it's got to be one or the other, and it tries to have it both ways, and it ends up being really messy it's, and gross. Oh my god, it's such a fucking shame. DC has really good stories in its comics. Sure, that is yeah. ripe for a movie universe, but instead of taking their time, they blew their load really early with everything they did. 
<laughs> I would I would have considered watching the Snyder Cut if it weren't that I have to commit like half of my life to it. And also the aspect okay. ratio is ugly as hell. Okay, hang on. So there's a there's a podcast I listen to that someone they were they were having a very similar argument about this. You don't have to watch it all in one sitting. <laughs> you can break it up into chunks. Like Let's talk about, okay, let me go back to my movie snob thing. Mm-hmm. I have literally watched an eight and a half hour film before, and it's not been a problem for me, but but I cannot sit through a Zack Snyder film that is longer than an hour and a half. I think it's pretty much I, my limit. Uh, I mean, the film, I've watched a little bit of it. I haven't finished it, but it is a little better, but it's still... Uh, I, I've never seen I've never actually seen the um the other version of it either. So I saw the original in theaters and I saw I bad. saw I saw Batman versus Superman. Josh Super- Whedon butchered the fuck out of that thing. <laughs> and it's terrible and I hate it and Oh that one's bad too for completely different reasons. And I watched like the super duper extra extra cut or whatever and it's still terrible and it was probably the longest 17 hours of my life. So um pretty sure it was about 17 hours if I remember correctly. Which by the way, talking about a fall from grace. <laughs> Josh Whedon. Oh yeah. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, and and I and I will say that I am I am 100% a Buffy Buffy fan from way back and it makes me sad to know that he is such an asshole in real life. It's a, yeah, it's there's, a bummer. There's a reason he was casting a lot of females, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, he and it's a bummer because be the... <laughs> Buffy's essential to my understanding of the world, and I'm, it makes me sad. Yeah. To this day, you still agree with me that Spike should have been the one she got with. And I've never said that in my whole life, and I still uh, I, it. It's okay, Brandon. It's all right. Um. The perfect Man, boyfriend really for no her was Riley. At the end of the, by the end of the series, there was really, literally no other options anyway. That's a good point. It's fair. Yeah. But then suddenly everyone became a slayer. Spoiler alert. <laughs> We're all slayers. <laughs> You're a slayer. You're a slayer. Not you, sir. Fuck but off. I will say. You're like, a slayer. I have a lot. Like we were talking about Home Alone earlier. Mm-hmm. I can talk about Buffy for like. <laughs> the, I could do a I, podcast I, I on Buffy. Can. I'm not so, enough, <laughs> but you know, whatever. But yeah, Josh Whedon's fall from grace is disappointing because he's somebody that I had some respect for, and <laughs> like Oops. he doesn't respect other people. So, <laughs> well, he respects parts of other people. <laughs> it's true. He really likes the vagina, <laughs> whether you want him to or not. <laughs> if I were a lady, I would I would make him stay at least ten yards away from me <laughs> um so a recent release on hbo max well in theaters too but uh the new mortal Kombat movie i want to start by saying it is in no way a great movie but it is a fun fan tribute filled mess of a movie and I absolutely loved it. It was like junk it's junk food in the best possible way. To me, to me, I think that junk food is, is a perfect word for it because you could eat it up, but then you still when you're done with the film, you definitely don't feel full. Like you oh, definitely no, no, still no. feel like it, you need to eat something else. It, it's a it's one of those movies. So well okay I know I the r- perfect description. I, did, I did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, I, I think it's a perfect matinee movie. I think how it's... do you like that Cole Young's power is literally plot armor? <laughs> uh, it's literally plot armor. <laughs> I don't love that. I I found that a little <laughs> eh. a little on the nose, don't you think? I you think have that... no defense. And and but... bless him, the bless him that 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 actor is not not skilled at acting so much as he is. He's a very talented like martial artist, I suppose, but like I I, I know nothing about it, but, it, pretty much the entire cast I know nothing about. Well, not true. The guy playing Scorpion, he's a good actor. Yeah, he's I've a seen very him good actor. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like they should have leaned in on him a bit more. I actually uh, think Scorpion is probably the most interesting part of it. I I uh I, I don't know. Like I feel like 
Okay, I, yeah, I, I'll be is. honest with you. I didn't like it, but it's not. <laughs> I didn't hate it either. Like I didn't like. It's and it's better than the '90s one. Like it really is better. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Unironically, I I still love and enjoy Mortal Kombat Annihilation, despite how bad it is. But also, I still like Batman and Robin the movie. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I love Batman and Robin. It's now, so stupid. Batman but... and Robin. I watched. I watched it like two weeks ago. Again, but here's the and thing: and it holds up, and it's great. This is what I think. Okay, was having a ball with that fucking movie. You could tell he was. he was having fun. He was phoning it in, and he loved every minute of it. Despite having had heart surgery around that time, <laughs> so he, he was doing pretty well. <laughs> I have to say, and I and I I this is this is another one that I'm. Hey, here here mm-hmm. you asked me to bring some controversy. I'll do it. I would take the original Batman series from, you know, from Tim Burton world up till you know, that that series over the Christopher Nolan ones any day. Oh, yes. I I mean, I like I like Batman to be fun. I like to have fun with Batman and I just it, don't have any ugh, I just can't get okay. into those Nolan films. That said though, Liam Neeson as Ra's al Ghul was a fucking perfect casting choice for that villain. Can I be honest with you? I don't it. think I ever finished was it Beyond Batman? Is that the name of it? I don't think I finished it. Oh, I mean, I we. I recall we watched the, the third one in theaters. I believe no, that was that was that wasn't. Uh, actually, I saw that I, that one came out on my birthday, and I watched it with my dad. Actually, <laughs> Tom Hardy played a pretty interesting Bane. I'll give him that. I like his Bane. I think Although that's the I, best I, part I wanna, of that film. I need to find out what his fucking workout routine is because he has an uncanny ability of just muscling up whenever he wants to. <laughs> I think it's genetics, but yeah, um, some crazy fucking genetics, then because he can just he can go from uh, lock, stock, and no, no, not lock, stock, rock and roller to to uh, Char- Charlie Bronson to Bane. Well, Charlie Bronson and Bane both the same size, roughly. But point is, he can muscle up very easily. Uh, okay, I, I say easy, but. <laughs> It is not easy. I I um what was I gonna say? I had a thought about I had another thought uh, about Batman. Batman. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I also in addition, Batman Van Robin, like I also really, really, really love Poison Ivy in that. I love that version of Poison Ivy. Like <laughs> like she ham she hammed that roll up so great. I don't think anybody in the world could play that part other than her though. Like I, I think I think she does it exactly how it should be done. And there's no other iteration that I accept as, as good. <laughs> so, well, I, I mean, the one on the, the cartoon series, Harley Quinn's pretty good, but that's, it's a different thing. So, uh, okay. If we're, all right. I, I think these, these episodes are going to be like more movie talk. Yeah. Well, I mean, that probably makes Birds a of prey. Sense. And fucking Harley Quinn. Gah, have you seen that? <laughs> I'm sorry. What say what again? The Birds of Prey movie. I have not seen. Or, it. I'm sorry. The Harley Quinn movie that just happens to be. Hap- mm. <laughs> All right. You know what? See that for the next episode because I feel like we're going to do this again soon. I, uh, I I will say I think that the new trailer for the new Suicide Squad looks pretty baller. It and looks fun. It looks which is what fun. it should be. It should be fun. That's what comic uh, movies should do. You know I what's think. great? It doesn't have Will Smith. I like Will Smith, but not in a movie where it's a cast of other people that's not going to be matter because it's fucking Will Smith. Yeah, <laughs> no, he I, has the he has the Tom Cruise effect where if he's in a movie, it's about him. <laughs> like you uh, can't his movie star power, like that sort of like. I, I know what you mean. Like this sort of yeah, yeah. They made it all about him, and well, Harley too. But that was about it. And then oh, hey, the the Spanish the Spanish guy. That's right. Remember, he's a character too, guys. Yeah. Remember him? I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you not seen the first Suicide Squad? Nope. Ah, fucker, you need to watch some more junk food, sir. <laughs> I I you know my I have a very busy diet of of media to consume and. <laughs> Sometimes I don't have room for. There's always room, sir, for Jello. For for like. You don't these... remember those commercials? I There's always those. room for Jello. 
Yeah. Because sugar expands the stomach and allows you to eat more. <laughs> and that was today's science fact. Science fact. We'll work on a better jingle for that. Um, well, it's funny you talk about jingle because I just just on a whim ordered a uh, Columba. <laughs> Why did I order a Columba? Because I don't have an instrument. Well, not true. I still have my recorder. I have a ukulele. Well, I have a recorder, sir. Well, I have a ukulele. I can still, to this day, play Comptown Ladies. (laughs) Compound Ladies? (laughs) Compton Ladies. Oh, okay. Oh, that's actually just part of the lyrics. What is it called? Also, I probably completely fucked up the title of that song. Never mind. Yeah, there we go. That. <laughs> Did you see <clears throat> Kong vs. Zilla? I didn't, and I intend to. If it, if it's still on HBO Max, if it didn't go away yet, I'm not sure. Uh, it's gone now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I was I intended to and I oh so the Oscars were last weekend and I was trying ah. to get caught up with the Oscar films that were nominated, so I didn't get to it. But it it's on my it was on my list to get to. Oh, uh what else have I watched? I'm trying to watch some more movies lately, but <laughs> uh my work schedule, I by the time I get home it's just yeah. <laughs> what, what time do you get off usually? Uh, it depends on how busy it is. And because everyone's been getting money from things. Yeah. It's been pretty consistent, which I have an opinion on, but I'm not going to share it here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so last night, actually, that's not wasn't too bad. We got around Fridays and Saturdays close at 11. So we got it around one, no, like twelve thirty. Okay, good. but on yeah, a busy, that's... busy night like last week, we got out at one o'clock and we closed at ten. That's just how busy it was. <laughs> so I, I, I used to, you know, as well, you know, but who? Why would I, they know? Um, I used to work, you know, a nine to five ish kind of job, um, and I don't anymore, and so. It's a little. It's been a long time since I've since I've worked, you know, with an unusual schedule. Um, I mostly work. I mostly work eight to five, mostly, but um, I work. I work some weekends. I work some day, some weekdays, and it hasn't been like that for years. And it's been a. It's been quite an adjustment. It's been. It's been quite, quite a new thing for me. <laughs> I miss, I do miss, I miss a more consistent schedule, but at the same time, this job is a lot less stressful than my old one. So that's important too. Hmm. Let's see, what else have we, I, I, wait, we've watched a lot of shit actually. <laughs> that's what I watched recently. Okay. Can we? Uh, I want to point out that I feel like she can. She's gonna be a, become a powerful actor, but she needs to get the fuck out of all this junk food stuff. Millie Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. I feel like we got a potential future big actress if she can just. Have get, I seen anything with her in it? Uh, so Stranger Things. If you've seen that, I've only seen one episode. I could not get into it. Mm. Well. <laughs> and I know she made. I know she was in that film, Enola Holmes or whatever the, the Sherlock Holmes kind of thing. And I never huh. saw that. I didn't see she Godzilla yet. Is in King of the Monsters and Kong. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, okay. So I've seen King of the Monsters. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, she's good in that. I guess. I mean, I don't remember her much in that. I was kind of just remembering uh, the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, what else? 
Uh, there's some other shits he's been in, but I went to IMBD and I think that's it. Unless I happen to have seen that episode of Modern Family or NCIS she was in. I don't <laughs> think that <laughs> I don't think I've seen her anything else. <laughs> it's funny because she's super British. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She's always well, she got to be British in Enola Holmes, but that's about it. <laughs> What have you been seeing lately? Well, like I said, I've I've been watching a lot of um, a lot of the Oscar stuff lately because I was trying ah. to catch up. Um, I will say, I'm going to use this forum to pitch a film that I think is amazing. Um, and it's not exactly you know popcorn movie, but I think everybody should watch it. I mean, um, if it's a movie and you have popcorn, then technically that's true. Every movie, movie can be a popcorn movie. Um, anyway. So the name of the movie is called um Oh my god. Oh wow, oh my god. It left my brain. Oh, it's called The Sound of Metal. And it's available to watch on Amazon Prime. So um, is it is it just a lot of slayer and <laughs> Okay, so the story is about this guy who is a metal artist, like a, he's a drummer for a metal band. Um and he starts to go deaf and mm. it's the story of him like coming to grips with the fact that he is becoming deaf but what's so compelling about the film is that it is it is um it is edited and, and the sound is shot in such a way as to mimic what it would be like to be losing your ability to hear and it does a deep dive into deaf culture and addiction and um addict recovery culture um, and, um, you know, I grew up with some deaf folks in my life and, um, I really feel like it gets the culture right. And I really think it's a really good movie and it's, 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 it's challenging emotionally at the end, but it's, it's worth the time and it's not a popcorn movie, but it's not, it's also not, it's also not like pretentious either. It's, it's, it's approachable. It's an approachable film. But it's it's one that I would suggest, and I think everybody should go watch it. And it's what I would have picked for best picture, over even though No My Lands is also great. Um, anyway, that was all. Wait, so okay, so it is a movie, movie, and not like a documentary. It's not a documentary. No, okay. it's a movie. Just so the way some of the way you're it's a narrative it. feature. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, let's see. So, WandaVision, I enjoyed that. I, WandaVision was a waste of a good opportunity. I loved the first few episodes everybody was having trouble with, and then they overexplained like everything and it, and it went to garbage. I feel, honestly, they kind of gave us one more episode in that world with a few more things, and then I, and then I at, at least, at least let us have a full episode in at least one more sitcom world without it being interrupted by the stuff from the outside. I mean, we went through uh, the, the Malcolm in the middle one was a really cool nod. <laughs> I love the Malcolm in the middle one, except that I wish that it got to do the full, the full 30 minutes should have been in the Malcolm in the middle world as opposed well, to, well, it was like, a combination. Each one was a combination of yeah, a couple worlds. Like the first one was, Set in the fifties, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the Dick Van Dyke show, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. think that one is the most successful. That one and the second one, I think the first two episodes are really good, and I love them, and I love the sitcom lore, and but I like sitcoms more than I like comic books. So okay, I, that's my problem, really. So Can I should have just... expected it, but Deborah Jo Rupp is God, is her. is her eyes just solid black and everything? Because I never really paid noticed it now. But after after watching WandaVision, anytime she'd appear, her eyes were just crazy dark. Is, is that know. just her? <laughs> or the, I don't know. Her? Let me think. Like, I guess you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Because I noticed, I was like, "Wait, is this part of the thing, or is it just her?" <laughs> That's a good point. I have no idea. But I do know what you mean, though. Now that I think about it, I know what you mean. Right. It's. It... <laughs> Okay, so I guess it is her. All right. Did you watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I've watched a couple episodes and I need to finish it. Yeah. 
It's messy. It's, it's not as I good. I like it, but it's messy. It's not as good. <laughs> and I don't know. Was, it, you know, when they about, were when, when they were creating about a hero's like financial troubles, it's just not interesting to me. <laughs> no, I like that part. Like I, I, I don't know. I like see see this is what I think DC didn't understand that Marvel gets. You can talk about deep things. You can have conversations about things that matter, like like finances and racial politics, right? That like 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 that like it does. But DC makes it serious and like the goofy shit is also serious, right? Whereas Marvel is like, let's let's talk about actual real serious things in one vein, but also talk about the goofy shit in another vein while respecting each part of it. Like, 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 take for like the best example of that to me is um, in um, the second. My brain isn't totally working. I apologize. What am I talking about? Star Lord, Gamora, Drax. What am I talking about? Uh, what? <laughs> what is that team called? Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians. Of the, okay, so like in Guardians of the Galaxy too, right? Guardians of the Galaxy, super goofy, right? Fun, goofy, but it also manages to be a story about you know an abandoned boy dealing with his father issues, and it and it works on both levels because it respects both parts of the story, and it allows them to integrate with each other in a way that is seamless and smart. Whereas DC is like, we need to take seriously the dark seed and the the blah blah blah, and it's that's why it doesn't work because it takes the serious stuff and just i don't know it's it's, it doesn't understand how to blend you know Hmm. that's my thought anyway interesting uh what was i going to say (laughs) shit uh uh (laughs) damn it (laughs) i forget what i was gonna say yeah that happens a lot to me too lately i think it's age i don't know oh boy uh let's see oh oh did did you uh try my challenge no i didn't i know i i forgot to do it but i i guess i can do that okay do do so for when we record next, because I, I have a definitive answer for mine. <laughs> I can tell you how far I got before I was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> and I don't do that much with movies. I usually try to sit through and finish it. Me too. I tend to be kind of a completionist. God. You have this cast, and this is the writing that happened. And then I feel like there's a line that Jennifer Lawrence herself fought for or something. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just being a projecting a little bit, but good lord. <laughs> Shut mm-hmm. the fuck up, everyone involved here. <laughs> you have an interesting idea for a plot so poorly done. <laughs> and Fastbender looks like he's just wanting to get the fuck out of there <laughs> when you watch the movie. It's a bummer that it's probably not a good film because I'm really into the way they did. The... I like his Magneto. I really do. I do too. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like I like his but Magneto, and I. This movie just what the fuck? <laughs> did y'all forget the last few movies that happened? <laughs> yeah, I I just think it's crazy that the screenwriter is the same screenwriter that tried to tell the same story previously. And then he failed both times. Like it's like, what? <laughs> oh, did he do a, the apocalypse shit too? Yeah, I believe so. Unless I'm misremembering, I believe it is. The By same. the way, how do you take one of my favorite villains of all time and turn him into a steaming pile of shit? That's how you do it. <laughs> a villain whose powers literally come from alien space technology. <laughs> yeah, let's turn him into a guy who, you know, just jumps bodies. What? <laughs> it, at some point, that made sense to the writers. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, this has been your inaugural episode of To the Peons. Mm-hmm. 
So we, uh, so I think how we'll do you start. close these out? Oh, I'm getting there. Oh, but first, so I have a uh, sort of reoccurring segment here. So I have in my possession two really large joke books. And generally, I'm going to start flipping and you'll say when. And I will okay. read the jokes off that page. And eventually, all these jokes will be read off. All so right. say when. When. Huh. Oh, boy. Let me grab a pen. So I'll read these off. I check them off. And then we're going to wrap up. Okay. What did The Rock say to his girlfriend? What did don't, he say? Don't take me for granted. Ah! Uh, oh, it gets better. What's the difference between a dog and a marine biologist? Uh, Let me know. One wags a tail and the other tags a well. <laughs> what did the thigh bone say <laughs> to the shin like bone? <laughs> I'm sorry. I need you. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Shin bone. Yeah. Got it. Mm -hmm. Yep. If if water is H2O, what is H2O for? Drinking. (laughs) Why did the grain of wheat want to know the secret of life? Wow. Why? He was a complex carbohydrate. <laughs> God damn it. I'm actually going to take that joke and write it down and share it with folks because it's a really good joke. What did the student say when her teacher threw sodium chloride at her? What did she say? That's assault. <laughs> now I have a question. Yes. Did, did we somehow turn to a page that was about science? Is that why? I, we... uh, maybe. Okay. I didn't know what the book was. Like, if it was. It's a thousand and one cool best ever jokes. Ah, got it. Got it. Cool best. That's the important part. Mm -hmm. What did the abacus say to the math teacher? You can count on me. Ah! Did I get it? Was that it? Yeah. Why should you never trust an atom? Uh, Why? Because they make up everything. Ah! Oh God! <laughs> what? Okay, I can appreciate a math joke on occasion. Which king invented fractions? Which one? Henry the Eighth. That was a miss for me. Why did the picture go to jail? It was framed. <laughs> Why did the policeman? Oh wait. <laughs> What did the policeman say to his belly button? What? You're under a vest. Mm. What? Yeah, you're under a vest. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of these that just kind of what? <laughs> what did I just the don't think fl- if that, I just don't know if that's like the one of the best cool jokes I've ever heard. <laughs> Stop resisting. I don't know. <laughs> By the way, uh, never mind. What did the big flower say to the little flower? Hi, what? bud. I knew it was going to be something with bud. What sits the What sits in the middle of the World Wide Web? Spider. A very, very big spider. <laughs> uh, uh, it's important to note there's no author listed anywhere on here. <laughs> No one wants to claim responsibility for those jokes. Oh, wait. I found it. It is on here. Glenn Singleton. Fuck you, Glenn. (laughs) Glenn Singleton. The author of 1001 Cool Best Jokes Ever. Uh, I'm sorry. Best Ever Jokes. Uh, (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) I think that complex carbohydrate joke is really top-notch. I'm for it. Although I suspect he stole most of these from someone else. Yeah, I've heard some of them before. Really, it's he's not so much the author as a collector. <laughs> a collector of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this I think we're gonna start wrapping up because I gotta go to work soonish. 
All right. I need to stuff my face full of proteins and stuff. Okay. You know. Yep. I there's a joke in there somewhere, but I think it was pretty on the nose. You know, it was as much on the nose as the jokes you just read. Well, on the nose and the mouth. That's usually how. Yep. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. So this has been the first inaugural episode for a new peon. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah never mind. Uh, uh, have you watched any of these or, or listened to any of these episodes before? Uh, I listened to part of what I didn't finish it. Did you, okay. Well, I'm hoping you'll get the cue when I cue you in. Okay. I'm not editing any of this out like normal. So here we go. Oh, no. This has been the Summoning Peon saying goodbye. Uh, see you later. Fuck. Yeah. Did I get it wrong? <laughs> no. <laughs> Bye. Peace Been out. Dramatic.